Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome to another uh, Svelte Radio episode. Um, we have a lot today. Um, but first, uh, let's go to self-intros, maybe. Um, do you want to start as usual, Sean? Uh, sure. I'm Sean, also known as Six on the Internet, and also I like Svelte, so all the S's. Uh, another S, I shit. Uh, my side project. <laughs> uh, I can't come with any S's anymore. <laughs> but uh, so I was originally meant to be a, a two week long project and then um, uh, requirements just grew. Uh, so, <laughs> so here we are two and a half months later and I, and I finally shipped. Uh, it's a career advice book and it's, uh, it's called the Coding Career Handbook and it's available on learninpublic.org. And that's me. should check it out. Anthony, well, what about you? Cool. Uh, I'm Anthony. I'm the CTF Bianc. Um, I'm also a start maintainer. Um, I don't have very many S's, but the sun is shining, which is rare for this country at the moment. It's <laughs> middle of the summer. So I'll, just, I'll go with that. That'll be my S's, I think. Oh, I used, so I used to live in London for two years. And my, uh, favorite saying, my favorite saying was that London has good weather for one month out of the year, and it's June, and it's June July. This, this exact period. <laughs> that's pretty much, that's, that's pretty accurate. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> I bought a hammock and it's, it's rained ever since. That was about a week ago. So. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Kevin. I run, uh, Svelte School and, uh, what, what have, what have I been doing these last few weeks? I've been, uh, doing some, uh, reconnaissance for uh, maybe building uh, like a static site generator, another one, because why not? Yeah. Everyone needs to build one. So everyone needs to build one. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been just, uh, I haven't really done much. I think I'm sure I have, but I, I don't remember it <laughs> like always, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh, get into the topics. Cool. Yeah. So first uh, up, first one yours. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Svelte Society Day. Uh, I'm sure you all remember the last one, and I think it was end of April, right? Um, it went so well. Like I, yeah, I still, I, I still don't believe. That. I still don't believe how well it went. Like I wasn't yeah. even sure we were ready for it, and then, and then you just did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Apart from the from the technical difficulties, it was it was very nice. I, uh, I like no, no one remembers that. No one. <laughs> yeah, damn, damn. I should probably just edit that out, right? <laughs> so, it so did, we're, uh, it, did, it did it did give me a strong opinion that every conference, every online conference, should be pre-recorded because, like, there's things that you can do while it's playing. Like, I, as a speaker, I can talk to like, audience yeah. people, and it's and it's fine. Yeah. It's really nice. So, so what we have for you today is a uh, an announcement of uh, the next Svelte Society Day, uh, end of summer edition, uh, and it's going to take place at the at the end of, in the in the end of September, uh, most likely. Uh, there's no there's not a set date yet, but we'll get back to that soon, hopefully. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean that that's it for for the. <laughs> Svelte Society Day. Um, oh, well, I've got uh, it. We can call it the Summer hmm? Sunder. The word Sunder <laughs> means it means like the end of. You know, it's, when, it's when, is, like, when, um, when is when is solstice? Is that is that like the middle of? I think that's, it might be the middle. Yeah, 
Might in the middle. Doesn't doesn't that have something to do with the moon? Summer showdown. No, no, it's the, oh yeah, it's the middle. It's the middle of the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we we're, we're all too. Cessation. <laughs> that with starts with C. That starts with C, Anthony. <laughs> um, uh, I should. I, I just also wanted to note that uh, that's pretty much the end of end of September, early October. That is the uh, one year anniversary of Svelte Society, New York, London, Woo. and Stockholm. Uh, so that's the three of us. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's pretty nice. Amazing. Will be one year. Gr great, great uh, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Damn COVID. We'll we'll try to have more. Uh, we've got we've got France, we've got Brazil, we've got Russia. We need we need Russia actually. We definitely need to talk, talk to Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm right, in Singapore. So we should probably do Singapore. Yeah. Svelte Society updates. Um, I guess we can talk about Svelte Society. Um, I guess it's pretty much just a Discord moving to the to the Svelte official Svelte Discord. Yeah. Okay. So let let's recap a little bit, yeah. like why, why you know, why the community mm -hmm. forked a little bit. Um, I, I I mean, I have my part of the story. I I don't know about you, you guys, uh, yeah. but basically, I was an I was an I was I I'm I'm not a maintainer. I was a I was barely a felt user. Um, the only my only my main involvement was just being a friend of Rich, and he was going on about this felt thing for a year, and I ignored him, um, and then. And then the, the thing that actually got me got me going was that I heard that Svelte London was going to be the first Svelte meetup in the world. And I was like, that's ridiculous. We need one in New York. Uh, so I made one, even though I, I didn't, I never should Svelte the production ever. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I, uh, and, uh, and yeah, so, so, so I, I mean, like I branded it differently. I, I didn't, I did not say Svelte community as it's Svelte society, uh, mainly for the alliteration, <laughs> but also, you know, because there already was a community and that was the Discord. Uh, and then, um, and, and that, that was it from my side. And then I think, I think uh, Kev, that you, you took over that you made a Discord, right? Yeah, so, so I pretty much, uh, like a couple of months ago, I think I, I made the Discord to, to mostly like do website development. Unfortunately, there hasn't been very much development. Well, also the, the conference, I think, was? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, th I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so that Discord pretty much has like channels for for different meetups and uh, development of the site. But now that's moving to the official Svelte Discord, which is pretty it's nice. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, also also I made I made a, a separate GitHub repo on my own account um, because I I didn't have access to the Svelte you know organization right. So um, that's that's where that's where the community site began as like svelte-community.netlify.com oh, yeah. um, because like I didn't have access to svelte.dev as well. So that, that, these, this is like, they were just like a separate ground up uh, community thing, which is separate from the real community. And then it was just like, at some point, I think, I, I don't know how the conversation got started. Uh, maybe Anthony, you know, you know this one, but uh, we, they, we were just always like unsure, like, cause there was, there was no like official community leader or anything. Um, yeah. So it just kind of ran independently. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that when I when I saw it, you know, I saw the community site, I saw this this the society. Um, I realized that a lot of other um, libraries, frameworks, whatever, have this kind of community section, and it's almost part of the official site, but it's kind of um, 
you know, it's it's not like official docs. It's like recipes and tutorials and things that are a bit more uh, in depth. And and you know, there's a, there's a sort of there's a conscious effort to not try and encourage every plugin in the world integrator who's felt um, as an official thing because it's almost as if we're blessing them and saying that you know they are they are you know there's some sort of guarantee that they'll work or whatever and it's not the case. Mm-hmm. So there's a risk that if we become too closely combined um, with, you know, saying supporting every bundler under the sun, people will say, well, it doesn't work because this X bundler doesn't work or Y bundler doesn't work. And we don't have the in-house knowledge of the, how those work. So um, it's great to have a community site and, and keep it sort of, sort of arm's length, but not quite arm's length. Uh, and so I pitched uh, the idea to the rest of the maintainers of making things a bit more uh, conjoined, but obviously those were the concerns. However, now I think it's it's proven that the society part of things is actually quite a nice um, way of almost beta testing things. Like the recipes, for example, are, are, are way better than anyone imagined. The take-up's been great and the quality of them is very high. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's something that could, it could almost become official. It's just that, um, you know, we don't want to have to have, like, the maintenance overhead of those. So it's up to the community to maintain those. Um, and without then adding, you know, everybody as a, as a maintainer on Svelte, it's nice to have that sort of um, sort of blessed unofficial um, society arm to, to Svelte. It's, it's, it's all about kind of managing expectations of people when they discover the framework and, and, and keeping things. I wouldn't say like Apple's walled garden, but almost a bit like Apple's walled garden because you've got this kind of, you know, a set of things that are guaranteed to work in a predictable way. Yeah. So... So yeah, I think it's, anyway, I mean, the, the thing is a lot of people who were very um, against the idea of really even pointing to Svelte Society as part of Svelte uh, have, have recently quite come around quite a lot, you know, given who who runs it, you know, you guys are, are very, you know, seem to be very trustworthy and and, uh, and obviously I'm kind of weirdly on both sides of the fence, which is odd. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's I, th- I think it's proving itself to be really a useful resource and, and pretty exciting, so. So yeah, so the first the first part is is merging the communities together so that people have a, a way of finding this stuff more easily and making it more discoverable for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's gonna be ni- it's gonna be nice. We we recently had like a we've recently had a couple of uh, support questions on the on the Svelte Society Discord that should really be in the <laughs> in the Svelte Discord. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice. So yeah, is is your plan to shut down the the Svelte Discord uh, the Svelte Society Discord? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we might as yeah. well just just merge it, right? I think that's for the best, like yeah. the community as uh, as whole as possible. If that makes sense. I think. Yeah, yeah I, 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 think I never sense. felt I never felt comfortable forking the community either. I, I didn't I didn't really intend to do that. So yeah, yeah. I I, th- I don't think it's I don't think it's a fork. It's more like an extension. You know, it, it depends on the the way that you perceive this sort of stuff. And I think it feels like an extension. Um, mm. and you know, extensions are welcome. I think it's a great it's a great idea. Um. But yeah, it's 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 better for people, I think, to, you know, cognitive uh, wise, that they they have everything in one place. So. Yeah, I, I so the the thing the comment I'll say about your thing with the with the, you know, uh, the the basically it's like a so I think about it. You know how tre- trees when they grow they have rings, um, mm. so it starts growing and it needs more rings. Uh, that's that's my analogy. You know, like I I I do have strong opinions that like. Uh, when you grow a language, like swallows a language, and you grow a language, you need a lot of meta language around it. Uh, mm. The React's core team, when they initially grew React, this is their like 
every single core, core team member knew how important this was and they prioritized it. Like they intentionally grew the meta language around the language. Um, so when I, you know, started being interested in Svelte, I, I immediately saw this as like the, the main thing. Like, mm. <laughs> like if, if Svelte is the scale, it's not the code, it's the community. That's, that's very that, valid, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. For sure. So that, that's been the thesis. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, all right. Uh, now we have uh, recipe pages galore. Um, so recently we've had a couple of, uh, so f first we had this, uh, we had a PR doing a, uh, doing an actual page out of the, the recipes repo, which was pretty unfortunate uh, in a sense, because at the same time I was actually making a, the, <laughs> the website for it, like at that very, <laughs> very time so if if you if you're interested in in contributing uh please uh reach out out to us first uh it's easier to if we all work together and it doesn't waste time for anyone that way um but it was nice seeing someone caring about the the recipes uh page um there was also this other recipe page right um yeah the uh the unrelated one. Amelia's? Yeah, exactly. That That's one. the one. Yeah. That was a really cool looking site. I really like Everything she does is amazing. <laughs> Every, just everything. Um, so I think, yeah, she, she, it's only got like three recipes or something, but yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're cool, but then they also like present very well. Um, we might just ask her to <laughs> help us with, with our stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> might, might be good. <laughs> so, actually, so actually, for she actually bought the, the domains felt dot recipes. Like I feel like that's, oh. that's such an obvious thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's a nice domain, isn't it? Um, yeah. So just just out of interest, you know, where where are we with with having the recipes published as a site for people to visit? So so at the at the moment you can uh, visit. Um, I think it's yeah yeah staging dot society dot dev, uh, and that has it has like a really bare bones page and. I've I've yet to fix the visual bugs on it, so don't expect to to read the code in any <laughs> in any good manner. Um, it's a it's a it's a work in progress. But if you're interested in in helping out, uh, you can reach out to me and we can start working on that. Nice, yeah. And they can reach you on the Discord. Yes, I'm at Kev. Um, I don't have the the elephant avatar anymore. So I realized I should probably <laughs> used to say the same one everywhere. People were mm -hmm. getting Consistent. getting confused. I the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, you know, people. I I feel like so the main thing for rest. So you know, uh, when we started recipes, the the thesis was like this contains everything that should that people ask very frequently, but is not suit relevant for the docs because it'll make the docs too long or too bloated, right? Like this is just like practical use cases that everybody has. Yeah. Um, so it really like you could probably figure it out if you read the docs enough and you were smart and you'd spend a lot of time or you could just go to recipes and copy and paste. So I think um, uh, that, that was my goal is just copy and paste. Think, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think a lot of the, a lot of the things people have, have turned into recipes have, have been born from actual projects that already exist. Um, it's just the discoverability of this project is, is difficult. You know, you're searching GitHub and trying to find the right, the right thing there. So um, to have them in one place makes a lot of sense. Uh, 
yeah, it's you know we're not we're not breaking any new ground by having these recipes uh, existing. It's more that it's nice to have a little walkthrough of why decisions were made and how they were made, um, how to do it yourself, uh, where to sort of look at different alternatives as you're doing those, but also just discoverability, like the components, um, you know, the components page as well. One place to search and find and compare and contrast is is yeah. is much better than trying to search the internet and trying to search Google for them stuff. And that's also actually a part of the the upcoming Swell Society website. Um, sadly, it also has to be developed, of course, but <laughs> at some point, as usual. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on. <laughs> no, so, I mean uh, it, it takes it takes work, and and I think yeah. um, so. You you don't have to do everything yourself, uh, but you do need to tell people what help you need. Uh, yeah, always. Yeah. I'm always I'm always very clear, like. Yes, you, if you want help, you have to tell people what you need. Otherwise, people don't really know what to what to help you with. And the same yeah. thing for for me, like with this with the with the recipes, I have to consciously say like, here we need help here. Mark this is a good first issue, and then people come in. But like yeah. if they're not, if they don't feel like they're welcome to come in, then they don't know where to start. That's very true. Yeah. I agree. All right, let me get out of my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, sweet or uh, uh, svelte yeah. plus uh, wheat. So so That's I don't know it, any, right? I don't know anything about this. It, can you want to fill us in? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so this is pretty much a, um, a project made by by uh, a guy that frequents the uh, Routify Discord, and they, so he made. Uh, They've been talking a lot about bundler stuff over there. So I guess um, naturally we um, ended up on the, on the table as some, some sort of solution to some problem. And uh, so this is pretty much uh, a plugin for Vite. So you can use Svelte and Vite. And if you don't know what uh, Vite is, uh, it's, the, it's like a no bundler project. I think from Evan Evan Yu of mm -hmm. of of uh, View, and so this pretty much just uh, allows you to do HMR and uh, pr pretty much use Vite as your development kind of environment. I tried it out; it works very well, um, and uh, I encourage you to to check it out. That's pretty. So much it's it. it's. It's interesting. I'm looking at the repository now, and there's, there's a GIF at the top, which is, you know, it, it looks like a regular GIF, just sort of scrolling out, writing letter by letter, flashing colors and stuff. And just below it, it just says every change in that GIF is a separate hot module reload, which is just uh, mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. That's fast. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really fast. <laughs> yep. I wonder what uh, machine he's using. Is it a supercomputer? <laughs> I, I actually he actually made a, a benchmark for this and he asked some asked some people to to run it and so I have a I think I have a fair, fairly like powerful machine and uh, I don't know why but it runs pretty slowly on mine might be hmm. he's he's blaming uh, Apple file system and I, I have no idea oh, yeah. I don't know anything about that so <laughs> but, but uh, yeah it's, it's a cool little project can check it out and Don't it's like almost al almost zero config as well which is yeah that's nice. good i was i was surprised when i uh when i first uh tried it <clears throat> this just Sorry. needs um 
Needs a bit of sapper support somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, well, so uh, I hate to be the guy, but does it support TypeScript? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I mean, if, if Svelte supports it, it supports all the preprocessors and stuff. So I'm, I'm sure it somehow supports it. I haven't tried. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to try this. That's that's the thing. Like I, I'm I'm very excited about Dino because like everything in the Dino ecosystem supports TypeScript, so I don't I don't have to ask. Um, and mm. there's no like weird config; it just works, you know. So anyway, yeah, I've been I've been meaning to try Dino lately, um, especially for the for the static side generator I was talking about. Um, but we'll we'll see. I'll be I, honest; I've not I've not thought about trying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, I looked at it. If whatever you're using works, well, I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I've moved from type languages to non-type languages, and I'm quite happy with non-type languages. It's, uh, it's an easier life for me. Less typing. Yeah. Literally. That, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about this, uh, this book. Um, there's, a, there's a new book called uh, Cloud Native Web Development, and it's um, made by a guy called Mike Nicholas, I think. Uh, and so, oh yeah. So it's it's uh, pretty much how you build a, uh, a full project using different technologies, and I think he, he uses Svelte and Zapper as a front end technology um, with tail, Tailwind CSS, and then he uses some some cloud stuff on the back end that I haven't really. Take a I look at yet. I see him quite around the Discord quite a lot actually. I think and on Twitter. Yeah, it's pretty. So active. He's uh, he's quite active. Yeah. Is this a O'Reilly book or something like that? I think it's self-published. Uh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. During during the break, we were just I was I was just explaining that. Uh, so I was singing during the break because Anthony walked away, and uh, and then I I explained that I actually sang the theme song for Babel, and you guys are very <laughs> interested in that. Very much yeah. interested. Yes. I found the lyrics. Don't, I mean, don't you think that transpilers need theme songs? That's pretty obvious, no? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now you mention it. Of course. Yeah. It's not it's not something I've I've thought about. But yeah, well, why not? <laughs> why hasn't Svelte got a theme song, Kay? Well, you yeah. know, and someone's got to write one. Yeah, you need to get on it. You need to get on that shot. <laughs> I um, so I I like I like doing song parodies. Um, but no, this this one was not written by me. This was written by Angus Kroll from um, Uber. I think he works at now. Um, he also wrote Just. He wrote oh. Just. No, he wrote just. There's a library called Just, which is like oh. low dash in little pieces. Uh, They're like okay. no dependency, low dash. It's amazing. I use it everywhere because it obviously doesn't add to the bundle size. But I've never heard of this guy before. But now you've mentioned him, I know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's the cow guy. Um, he's an interesting. I think he's like kind of old school JavaScript. You know, like he was probably like around when like you know early Node days, and then and then I think he's he's kind of left the scene more or less i mean he still he still uses javascript he's just not super active um but i I've, I've met him in san francisco and he's he's very nice he still organizes a meetup and everything he's just 
you know, he's checked out of JavaScript Twitter uh, for it. So good for him. But um, he wrote yeah. this thing for fun. He wrote this, he wrote this parody for fun. And then I saw it, it was so good. And, and so I sang it and it was Christmas. Um, and then Henry liked it so much. He made it the, the intro for his, his talks. So when he walks on stage, it's my voice. Uh, and then for the Babel podcast, he also plays my voice. And the problem is like, it's a very loud and mournful song. It's, it's hallelujah. Um, it's a very sad song, but he likes it. <laughs> he keeps playing it. <laughs> I just think it's like, like the wrong mood. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. We got a link to this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Just, just Google Babel theme song. It's, it's there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we can, we can add, add that to the links. We'll definitely add that to the links. It's called yep. hallelujah yeah. in praise of Babel. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. Next topic. Is it Pix yeah. or Jungle JS? I, I think it's uh, it's uh, Jungle is at JS the end. first. Yeah. Yeah. Pix, Pix is at the end. Though. Yeah. What's Jungle right. JS? Oh so, right. So, Jungle JS is something that I, I saw someone mention in the um, mention the Svelte channel, thinking, well, that's not very relevant to Svelte. I'll have a look at that, and it turns out it is. It's it's a pure Svelte. Um, appears to be like a static site generator focused what? on Jamstack. So it's, it, it looks pretty, you know, it, it's kind of appeared out of nowhere. It looks pretty established and, and nice and people are using it. And I actually really want to try it. Um, but yeah, like a really, a really nice alternative to building uh, Jamstack apps. Um, the name is misleading. It is, it is, it is purely Svelte, which is quite amazing. Yeah. So uh, worth, worth checking out. Yeah, it, it seems like a very nice lightweight way of making static apps. Um, I think it focuses um, it focuses on building static apps in a different approach to Sapper. So the Sapper approach is you build your app as regular, and then and then you run export, and it crawls your app and gets all the pages out. I think what Jungle JS does, from what I understand, is it kind of does it on the fly. It does it um, as you're building, so you're yeah. getting an incremental static build, uh, which means uh, it's probably more appropriate for static sites that, that are static but have um re frequent content updates so you're building it on ci um obviously if you've got a blog and, and someone adds a blog post or edits a blog post you you would in sapper you would export that whole blog and then publish that whereas i believe with jungle js it would just do an incremental build of just whatever that changes and then publish that so you could get a much faster yeah. turnaround time for the content i think at least from what also, i understand uh, yeah yeah i think also one of the the key features is like the the data fetching so he's using a uh, uh, like a preprocessor to to fetch data. So it feels kind of more like uh, like how you would build a site in Gatsby, probably. Um, yeah, it it does mention that sort of thing actually. Yeah. It says you can use um, any any CMS you want, like WordPress or Airtable or JSON or or Git or anything you like. Um, and it's going to use GraphQL as well, which is another thing that um, probably is something that Sapper doesn't really focus on. Yeah. Um, and then it'll publish your, your sites to static hosts such as AWS Amplify, Surge, GitHub Pages, you name it. So yeah, that's pretty cool actually. I really want to try it out, but I haven't got a, an exact use case just yet. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, I, like I think I think this is your uh, your topic, Sean. The... You recently launched a book, right? Uh, this is me, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. The website. So, what's it built in? 
Ah, okay, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> besides Will and Schultz, uh and MD Specs and what? Tailwind, <laughs> what? What? No, I, I'm just doing weird noises. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I really want a soundboard. Uh, if we have a sponsor, we we can sponsor soundboards. <laughs> yeah, I want to press it. <laughs> I want to, I want to like air horns, like, uh, that'd be cool. Sounds Actually, so obnoxious. Instant <laughs> soundboard. Um, so my co, uh, my coworker from Netlify, uh, Rafa, he was, he was just, he'd do this all the time in like company all hands. It's just really, it's really funny. Uh, let me, let me just get, let me just get this. Uh, no. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I won't. I won't do that too much. Um, so, anyway, so uh, so yeah, uh, you know, I think first first like first time really sort of shipping anything for money for for myself. Uh, you know, not not on behalf of any company. Um, and uh, went with Svelte, of course. Um, and I really liked. So something I something I did not appreciate about Svelte until like you really have to, you know, uh, iterate on on a, on a site is is the uh, is what I'm what I'm starting to call like the incremental upgrade workflow. So. Uh, when you when you build the site, you you design HTML and CSS in in small self-contained components, right? Like, and then you just like kind of piece them all together, and then you like start to play. Like once you have the static site uh, experience up, then you start to play with things. You start to add animations. And you start to add um, JavaScript, like you know uh, transitions. And, and so, for example, I use this felt motion store um, to do tweening, um, and that that is. A simple upgrade from like the normal Svelte site, and you just like upgrade the level of experience as you go along. And there's no change in tooling and no change in sort of, of uh, mindset, uh, no decision fatigue. And so that that's what I was I was tweeting out. Like I realized that you know to do what I would do in Svelte with with React, like I would have to go through and decide a whole bunch of things, um, and they would all not fit together very well. And probably the JavaScript weight would be pretty high because um, they all you know ship the minimum i mean you know they all ship some amount of dependency whereas felt uh does not uh so the, yeah i mean that that's that was my main sort of realization like i've i've like you know i theoretically knew this but like this was me living it um and then i think the combination like i think some people question like since felt has uh you know scope styles like why do we need something like tailwind and i think my answer to that is just try building a big component in felt um yeah, you have to go up and down and up and down and up and down so much. Uh, and then like, I'm definitely duplicating, like, I think I had font weight bold, uh, 10 times in my app. Um, like you're, oh, wow. you're duplicating styles, right? Like, and, and the whole point of utility styles is that you're doing it once. And, um, and it's, and every time you apply it, you know exactly where it goes. You don't have to shift anywhere. You just like go to the element and you put it there. You can even go to your, like, well, when you're in development, you can even go to your browser and just type in the class name in the browser and see, see it update live. And once you're only once you're happy with everything, you copy and paste the entire class from the browser into uh, the source code, and that's it. That's your your design right. in the browser, that and you can bring it back. So um, I think Tailwind and Svelte kind of go well together. I think Tailwind just goes well with anything, so it's it's really it's really nice. Um, you, like you still have to use Svelte for like stuff that Tailwind does not have. Tailwind doesn't cover everything, so you, for like super custom stuff, you, you use Svelte. Um, but I think uh, Tailwind has been a pretty big help. I think. Yeah, that's my that's my assessment. Yeah, uh, I yeah. also I also I, use uh, Begin. Begin.com is is a is a nice uh, hosting provider, 
Um, technically, I work for a different hosting provider, but uh, I think I think, uh, I think for I think for small projects, I think begins actually pretty good. Um, like they uh, they offer you know a serverless fun- functionality. They offer like a nice um, static site hosting, but then also the serverless functionality has uh, a data um, component. Like they they wrap DynamoDB. Um, so I could do things like analytics tracking. So when I launched on Hacker News, uh, which by the way went to like number five, so I needed some, I needed some uh, potential, you know, capacity. Uh, and obviously, and it just took it, it took all the volume really traffic really well, um, and I could track things like okay, this this source was from Hacker News, and they clicked on this um, on this thing, and I don't I don't need to track anything else, you know. But it was it was all custom rolled analytics, and I, I could I I could tell enough for my purposes. I could do like affiliate tracking uh, and it was all in that same tool set within uh, begin. So your hosting provider should provide all these oh, things, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, and it's, sh- and it's, and it should be as easy as like use this function, like increment this counter. That's it. Like <laughs> there's no schema set up or anything. You just, you're just like, you know, storing basic pieces of information. Of course, if you want to build something more complex, then yeah, use, use whatever dedicated database provider. But uh, if you just need a KV store, then yeah, use begin. That's yeah. Cool. That's good to I've know. Been- Cause it's, Go ahead. I should say it's often hard to find. You know, you can you can find any number of static hosting providers, or or even even dynamic hosting providers nowadays. Serverless, you name it. But the thing that that's never there, or is kind of an add-on for for some sort of monthly fee or subscription, is is the key value store. Um, yeah, yeah. And the ones that uh, the, the sort of free key value stores that exist outside of that don't instill much confidence in me. They're often kind of very amateurish-looking sites that you know might disappear tomorrow. So. So it's good to know, actually. Yeah, yeah to, I, mean, I mean, to be clear, uh, you know, Amazon does this too. It's just that uh, there's probably more config uh, yeah. because yeah. they try to they try to let you do more. Whereas Begin is very constrained to that use case. Like it's a it's a it's a big object. You stick whatever key, whatever value you want. That's it. And then they have some utility functions. Uh, yeah. One one more thing I, I didn't mention, which I I think it's killer. I, so they do they take out cookies cookies for you, like cookies and sessions sessions. So wow. the, normally in normally in serverless you don't use sessions, you use JWTs, which have other security issues. Uh, but since they, they write the, the cookie layer and session layer management for you, um, everything's handled, so they, they parse everything for you. And then by the time you get, you, you get it within your service function, um, it's all taken care of. So, so you just know uh, what this user is and does, and uh, you can write a sim- very simple authentication solution just comparing this, the user string. It's <laughs> wow. really convenient. I think I've, I've been I've been tinkering with uh, cloud Cloudflare workers. As, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They, so they, their KB store they, probably does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so I've I've act, I'm actually hosting the staging site for Svelte Society on a Cloudflare worker. So it hosts. So it like puts everything in a KV store, like all the files, and um, yeah, which makes it it makes it really easy to like do. Because since it's a worker that handles like all the requests. You can you can do authentication in the worker pretty pretty easily. So I've yeah. on Svelte School I've been I've been tinkering with adding auth zero like on the on the back end rather than on the front end. And just running it in the in the Cloudflare worker. So it's it's pretty neat. It's it's nice. five bucks a month though, but it's fine. It's five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the, so the thing when I when I worked at Nellify, the thing that actually scared me off the Cloudflare workers was um, they kept saying that Cloudflare Workers KV Store was uh, eventually consistent, and sure, of course, like it's a distributed thing, but I didn't know if that that meant like five milliseconds or five minutes. Yeah. And 
you, sometimes you some things you can't write for if it's like five minutes latency or something you know so yeah. Uh, now, now I'm now I'm a lot less now I'm a lot less concerned because like di- like like DynamoDB is like nine milliseconds latency. So uh, which by the which FYI uh, the latency from your head to your to your fingertips is nine milliseconds because uh, electricity travels at 110 uh, meters per second. Wow, <laughs> I got that from John Carmack. Uh, who he worked like this matters because if you're working on 60 frames per second, right? Like your your human inter- interface. Then you have 16 milliseconds for your input frame, and nine of that is your arm. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so you, you just cannot do that much with, uh, with, with 16, you know, so yeah. And now there's 144 hertz coming and 300. And I think uh, I yeah. saw a laptop. Yeah, you're not getting that in VR. I mean, John Carmack work, works on VR. That's why he cares oh, about okay. this. Kind of yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Um, so we have uh, we have the the showcase section now, right? Yeah. So I want to start with a thing called Pod LP, which is a podcast player for something called Kai OS, which I had never heard of, but apparently it's it's like a mobile OS for really really low end uh, devices. Nice. And uh, so he built this podcast player in Svelte, and uh, now it's on the Kai store. I, that doesn't mean very much to me, but I guess it's like the, <laughs> like the Play Store or the App Store. Um, looks looks really nice, and it's it's one of those cases where uh, where it really shows how how light Svelte is that you can actually do this. Um, Absolutely, yeah, it's a perfect use case for it, isn't it? It runs on a Nokia phone. Yeah. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to yeah, know. It runs on a lot of a lot of old looking phones. That's really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, they, oh, I see, I see. There's a whole range here. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the site, yeah. So oh. I think it, we 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 joke a bit about it, but I think this this really is this matters for a lot of people. Yeah, like yeah. Being able yeah, to absolutely, yeah. I, I think, think I think uh, where you go too far. So Rich was trying to last year. Rich was trying to push this whole thing about like if you can use less power, you like save the earth. Um, <laughs> oh right. <laughs> <laughs> and he like he, uh, in his uh, Barcelona. That's where I, that's where I hung out with him. Uh, in his Barcelona talk, he was like he had all these images like the earth is burning and we need to use felt to save the earth. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't go that quite that far, but yeah, I I, I think it's important to work on embedded devices, and mm-hmm. I think I so I, I I'm more in line with the. Like embedded devices are cool. Uh, we should we should, you know, be able to write, uh, you know, UIs in in JavaScript on them, and uh, so well, it's sort of perfect for that. Let's think about this. If you can make low end devices have a longer shelf life, you know, like a like a longer life, then yes, you know, like, you're yes. not producing new phones. Then I, I understand. There's a bigger impact, right? It's, it's, I think that's yeah. reasonable. It's just it's just about order of magnitude, man. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so next up, uh, we have a someone launched uh, an unofficial uh, uh, Svelte newsletter, mm. and I think yeah. it's just like a like a roundup of what's happened, what's coming up, bug yeah. fixes, stuff like that. So there's two. There's, I think there's two newsletters now, isn't there? There's one that I've been receiving for a while. Yeah. Is the, does status? that one still? Does that That's still uh, does that still get published? I haven't seen it. I in, think uh, I saw it recently. 
Maybe, maybe I imagined it. So, uh, I mean, Peter Cooper runs that one, I think. Um, and he's, he's a professional newsletterist. Uh, I imagine he, he knows how to do these things. Okay. Uh, but I mean, this is, this is not bad. It's a good, if this is the first issue, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. All he has to do is keep it up, <laughs> <laughs> which is the yeah. hard part. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Svelte India, July. What is this? Is this uh... So it's not actually called Swell India, but um, it's techno guys meetup, and it's it's organized um, by someone in India. I think it's an existing meetup in India. Not that that actually matters because everything's online these days. Um, yeah. But the time zones and the content maybe uh, maybe localized. It's on July 18th, and you can sign up on the link that we're going to provide here. It's a meetup.com thing, but I think it's like a Zoom call. And uh, yeah, more Svelte meetups all around the world. Yep. Nice. Um, the next one here is the Pokedex. So, I mean, this is just a, a Pokemon, I don't know, like a, an index of cards, I guess. I don't know much about Pokemon, unfortunately, but it, you know, it's pretty colors. It sort of stuck out to me. Um, <laughs> it's quite nice. It's got some, I don't know it's got much some about Pokemon. Nice... <laughs> okay. Can we, can we like, can we circle back on this? How, how do you not know much about Pokemon? What, what's, well, what's... I played Pokemon Go once. That was fun for a while, you know, a few months. <laughs> Beyond that, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's not really had much of an appeal to me. Why would it? What? Sell me Pokemon. It's got Pikachu. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mouse and it says Pika. Right. I mean, I've sold, Sean. That's yeah. Great. Um, all right. Well, no, no, I mean, this, this site, this site looks cool. I, there's, you know, I think this is like a basic, it's like a starter project for a lot of things. And um, yeah. I've, but I like, I always like seeing the different implementations. He's got some animations on this thing. Um, I think that's, he's got search and all that. So yeah. I like this. What's this, what's this style they call that Apple used to use a lot uh, where things look real. I can't remember the name of this, the, the way they do it. Skeuomorphic. Uh, that's the one. It's got that kind of, uh, that's, I quite like that, you know, the, the kind of touch and feel uh, is, is really this nice. Is, does this count as skeuomorphic? I mean, it, it, it kind of does because I'm I, I visualizing picking up a card and kind of it turning in my hand as I pick it up and I can see the shadow yeah. appears. Right. That kind of thing, it appeals to me because it's it's a really quite a nice UX. Um, right. it's, an e it's an easy win. It's kind of low-hanging fruit for UX, but it, to give it that real feel is, is quite a nice way of doing things. Is this like a single box shadow? Is that what's going on? I, I think it looks like a box shadow. Yeah, it, it, there is a slight jerkiness when you first pick up the card. Maybe that could be improved, but, but yeah, when it's turning, it's got quite a nice shadow effect. It's like you've yeah, pulled the card out of the deck. and I don't know how you animate this. Yeah, basically, it just like toggles on the box shadow and then it turns. I, just, yeah. I, I don't know how you animate from no box shadow to box shadow. That's an interesting one. I don't know how to... How I to don't know if it's, if it's, yeah, if it's transitionable. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's not. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe if there was a zoom, a zoom to start with, and then it twisted, that would be better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Cool. Uh, more side projects. This one is uh, Textmoji um, from Postlight. Uh, so Textmoji is how you know how in Slack uh, everyone has these like small little custom emojis. The problem is sometimes you want to make your own emojis, and uh, you might you might have some trouble doing that. So. They made it this app that's custom built just to just to write some text, so I can type in Svelte in here, and now I have a Svelte custom emoji I can copy and paste and put on my Slack. 
it's pretty or discord nice. it's probably worse with discord so this is made uh, in, in svelte yeah it's made in svelte look at the Ooh. source oh, um and the guy who was on it uh what's his name um <laughs> terrible at this <laughs> i i heard i heard him from uh the changelog podcast and he talked about it in length so that's like a one-hour discussion on on why they pick svelte uh post lights a very good uh agency oh, yeah. type thing uh i follow paul ford who's who's one of the i guess partners on on, on it and uh, he he works there and and uh so i, I pay I, try, I tend to pay attention to Postlight projects and and Textmoji was the was the latest one. They just have these like random hack days where they just hack these things together. So, That's yeah, right. I think I think That's I think this cool. is how it starts. You know, like people when they're interested in things, they 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 try it on small projects and then they're like, okay, I like the the feel of it. Let's let's put it on a on a big thing. So, um, I try to track these things. Yep. All right. Uh, then the last one for me is uh, Svelte Society France. Um, not France, France. Um, <laughs> has a has a new Twitter, uh, so that's Svelte Society FR. Um, the duo, I think it's Kareen and I forget the other guy's name, K Six. Um, and they, yeah, they're they're running this. Um, they and it's all French all the time. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they're organizing their uh, the conference. They have a date. It's on the twenty seventh of September. Um, there's I've put the announcement link there if people want to share it. And they're also running a CFP until August 17th. That's all I know because I don't speak French. But uh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully we, we can get some people for them. I think it will be, it'll be, it'll be nice. It's going to be around the same time as the Svelte Society Day, I think. Um, yeah. That's great. Build some cool. momentum. All right. So um, let's see. What's next? So we have the felt announcement. The felt announcement, yeah. What is this? Well, we, who knows? Um, <laughs> so you know, I, I guess the anticipation you know. of building this, <laughs> is that. Well, I, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. Who knows? Could be. They could be. Could be um, I guess. I guess the anticipation is is a little longer than originally anticipated. Does that make any sense? Okay. Yeah. So are you are you um, announcing that we are postponing the announcement? And then we're going to announce again in the future. I'm announcing that the best way to get the announcement is to watch for the announcement. Because, um, yeah, because who knows what it could be. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Okay. Let's, let's move on to the, to the maintainers meet. Them. Yeah. So, uh, actually, yeah, I mean, kind of where we decided this this announcement thing, really. But we we started to start doing a a video conference of of all the maintainers uh, together um, on a, on a on a as frequent a basis as as allowable. Um, just because we've got obviously now we've got some sort of big ticket issues. We're trying to triage a lot of the um, the existing PRs and issues into a into a uh, into an into an order where we could figure out what is the most important thing to a the community what's the biggest and most important thing um for the framework um but also you have to factor in a bit of what is likely to get worked on because obviously um it's all very well saying you know let's say feature x is really important but if nobody of the maintainers is is has any experience of it or uses it day to day or has any you know desire to work on it then it's probably not going to get that much attention so 
um, is trying to find a way to, to bring in what we can um, leverage uh, people's PRs and commits where we, where we possibly can bring those in. Um, and we had a list of probably like 16 items. And to be honest, we only got through a couple, maybe, maybe three, because, you know, this is, this is a two hour, a two hour meeting um, just because there's so much to discuss with each of these. But the nice thing is the things we did discuss. The first one was, was slots just overall. There's a lot of open PRs and slots, a lot of open questions, uh, documentation, bugs around how they work, uh, undocumented ways that they work and they probably should or shouldn't, or it should be documented or, or removed or fixed or whatever. So that was, that was a big, a big thing. Uh, so that should be some movement on that soon and, uh, trying to get slots into some sort of final format. Um, and then the other thing we discussed was, uh, around, uh, SAPA and, and what, what is SAPA? What does SAPA want to be? What can it be? Um, and I think kind of the, the, the crux of that discussion was we should probably look at modularizing it. There's already a, a movement in that direction with uh, the notion of pulling out the router and making a separate router project, perhaps. Um, but is, is, is SAPA too tightly integrated? Is that the right approach? Should it be pulled apart? Should it be tightly integrated and opinionated? And that's that, you know, we're already trying to support say Webpack and, and roll up in, in SAPA, um, you know, that shows that maybe we we don't want it to be too strongly opinionated but is that the case um it does it have too much crossover with other projects that that maybe solve problems better than it let's use uh, you know rootify or or jungle.js as an example there very specific down a certain direction um does sapper want to try and be the be all and end all to everything or does it want to have a specific use case and should it be more focused on that so so obviously endless, endless discussion can, can happen on these things. Um, but we tried to make some of these things actionable so that we can start to progress through getting some, some things that are important to people, uh, signed off and, and, and sealed and, and done and dusted. So, yeah, so it was, it was a productive meeting, but, uh, we have, we have plenty more items to discuss on, on that. So, uh, we'll catch up in a few more. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Like, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, uh, good. Uh, I think this has been something that I have wanted, but I hadn't, I wasn't able to, I mean, it's, it's not for me to say, but um, I thought that uh, Svelte governance needed to uh, step up if, you know, companies were going to trust Svelte with, yeah. uh, you know, their, their front ends, like they, they need to see that there's some action going on. It's weird because none of them are paying for it, uh, but people still have <laughs> to do it. Um, if you want this thing to take on uh, to the next level, then uh, the way that Spartans run has to change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's, that's difficult because obviously no one has that time resource to dedicate hundred percent time to it. And in fact, we don't probably don't want to do that because when you start to dedicate hundred percent of your time to something, you lose track of what the reality is. Um, you're completely focused in on the framework itself and you're not focusing on real world use cases as much. So, so yeah, it's a tough one, but, um, but definitely there's movement in that direction, which is, which is great. Yeah. Cool. I'm happy. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, I think then we're down to picks. Yes. Cool. Mm. Yeah. So I can go first. I, uh, if you're, uh, if you're, if you've ever used a Mac uh, with a, like a third party mouse that has side buttons, you probably know that they never work out of the <laughs> box. You can't like in windows, for example, you can go back and forth in the browser just by touching the side buttons. So <laughs> I found this small little uh, 
app called Sensible Side Buttons. Has a pretty apt name, um, and it just enables pretty much going back and forth, for example, on websites using the side buttons, which is a very nice feature when once you actually use it. So that, that's mine. Does mine have that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got one. This default. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh... Yeah, I've got one. So it's called Twitter Links. It's a Chrome extension that has not been published. So you have to down, you have to Git clone, and then you you use it in Chrome. And so what this does for you is that um, any page you're linking, any page you're currently reading, you can click that Chrome extension, um, and then it pops up to show you all the Twitter discussion that's related to it. It just performs a search on the URL. Um, so cool. I, I use this almost every day to find, like if I'm reading something, I find that I want to find the author, I want to uh, credit them or give them feedback, uh, or I want to see what other people who know more than me can, can say about it. So it's like kind of like the, it's like a meta discussion layer for the web. Um, the creator is uh, Maxim, he's actually a designer. Um, I only know him off of, off of Twitter, but he seems uh, like a pretty... I don't know, pretty clued in, like tech person. Uh, I'm I'm meeting with him next week to to just get acquainted. But like, uh, this is a is a cool project. It took it took like maybe ten lines of code, but I use it basically every day. So that's nice. my pick. Um, I guess my pick would be Foam. Um, I'm sure everyone's already heard of it, but it's yeah. like uh, have you used it? I haven't used it. No, but it's something that sort of maybe a weekend thing to look into. Wait, what's this? Um, it's basically like a personal organization system for your own thoughts and your own development, but it goes inside Visual Studio Code. Um, I believe it's based on Rome Research, um, mm -hmm. which is some, some sort of similar product, but like very much more kind of um, uh, this one's built using tools you probably already have uh, on your machine, especially if you're a developer, but more kind of an open source approach to something quite enterprising maybe. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of stars on GitHub and a lot of interest on Twitter. So I'll give it a go this weekend and see what happens. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, built by Yanni, who is Finnish. So that's on the competition for you, Kevin. <laughs> um, no, he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's, he's very, very funny. Oh my God. He, he is uh, one of, when, he, when he wants to be. Sometimes, uh, I think lately he's been like in a, in a not funny mode, but when he wants to be, he can be extremely funny. Um, nice. I think I think we're all in a non-funny mode. I know these I last know. few months, oh, right? By the way, uh, we just <laughs> we just crossed the fifty percent mark of the year because uh, this is a leap year. Oh no! Yeah, so we just crossed fifty percent. We're, we're half done. Oh, it's downhill from here. Oh, <laughs> let's let's wow. hope it gets better, right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's getting All better. Right. Uh, we have we have regular maintainers. We're we're, we're healing the this nature is healing. Uh, Svelte is healing. All, all is good. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Let, let's nice. go with that. I I like that. Cool. Uh, who who wrote this? The, this about the, is are we are we serious about this? This next time? I think it's someone. I think oh, that's Anthony. the next time. Yeah. Yep. That's the next time. You want, you want to promise this? No, wait. You know, let's let's lose on next time. We only have. We have under two okay. minutes. We're crossing the under two minutes mark left. So <laughs> let's, right. uh, yeah, let's wrap up. It's probably a good idea. All right. So, uh, yeah, see you, see you guys next time. I think this is a good discussion as always. I always enjoy this. And uh, I, yeah. I think things felt coming along.
it's coming along. It's, it's very exciting to see. Super exciting. All right. Take care, guys. Cool. Thank right. you. Bye, everyone. Bye.